Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. <laughs> Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. You're not going to drive. You're not just going to go get a trailer and go with a U-Haul and just load them up in a trailer and drive them there 12 hours there, 12 hours back. I, I, I'd i had them by now. I'm thinking about it, um, but I got a quote. So it, it's, I paid. How much? So $850 was the original price for an LTL, which is fine, right? But they promised two and three day delivery from payment. I paid Friday. So yesterday, Monday, I was like, okay, business days. Didn't show up yesterday. Okay. So today I was like, where's my fucking tracking number? Where's everything? Where's the shipment? I call the guy and he's like, oh, no, no, no. We're picking it up. And he sends me an email. He's like, hold on. I'm going to send it to you an email. I was like, okay. So he sends me an email. They're picking up tomorrow and it'll be here on November 18th when they had initially told me in my contract states that they would have it here by the 5th. I was like, yeah. why don't you just go ahead and fucking refund me my money? He's like, yeah, we're not going to do it for that little bit of money. So good luck and hung up on me. So... Like I can't finish the construction inside for the take and bake area without that because there's a yeah, big you have to put them in there and then close it off. Yeah, with a giant piece of glass that is four feet by nine feet that's frosted that fucking weighs 600 pounds. And I can't put it through the front door because the front door measures from side to side 34 and the machine is 36 inches so, wide. So 12 hours, let's say you went five hours. So, okay, so it would be three fill-ups two Phillips to get there and it would be three back because you're dragging them, right? They're going to yep. be heavy and you got the trailer. So what are we looking at here? Two there, five back. So this, you're looking at about 700 bucks worth of gas. Just so gas. Is it, is it worth 150 bucks to have somebody do it for you instead? And me yeah. lose two days of all the shit that I have going on here. So it's just like, no. So you want me to go get them? You want me to go get them? I'll leave right now. You, you know what you can do is you can fly to Houston, get in a truck, drive down here. I ain't flying to Houston. I ain't fucking. Did you see how the flights now? Because I've been, I've been eyeballing. I'm still waiting for my passport. Like, thank you, Passport Canada, for just, you know, you, you'll have it by the first week of October. So it's November 2nd, and uh, it still just says processing on the website, which is the worst because it doesn't say processing and then sent out. It'll yeah. say processing, and then it won't say anything afterwards. And that means I have it in my hand. They probably used uh, LNJ shipping out of fucking New York to send it to you. Is that who that was? LNJ shipping. Shout out to LNJ shipping. <laughs> May you suck a fart out of my ass. Oh, uh, so man, we are pushing here with all of this going on, man. Like when I'll walk you around after we're done recording, so you can take a look at the progress. But uh, yeah. the construction will be done Saturday. The POS system, everything else goes live on Monday or Tuesday. And I told my wife, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like doing a soft opening just to have to cater to people on a Thursday. 
right, to introduce it. So we're going to do that on Saturday. We're going to give us the entire week to seal everything off. Saturday, people can come six in the evening, right? Let us time. And then they can actually have a little bit of wine, hang out here, make it more of kind of a hangout with family and friends. And then we'll officially open up Monday the 14th. So we pushed it back, everything back two days, but holy fuck, man. Like I, I finished 10 things today and I'm not shooting you. I looked at my list because my wife is stressing too, right? Because I'm not helping at the house very much. I'm not helping with the fucking kids, which is why we're recording late today. Because she's like, you're picking up the kids. You're cooking. You're cleaning today. Fuck off. I was like, yes, ma'am. So, <laughs> and now, and now, you know, three hour hiatus or two hour hiatus. Now I'm back here, but um it's a lot, dude, it's, but it's coming out so fucking nice. And part of the problem is my wife had a free credit card, you know, with our line of credit to decorate with whatever she wants. And she's officially maxed out three of them. And we're down. Oh, yeah. One. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, when I first started, the, every single cent that they gave me, I, I put into the business, right? Because it's, it's like another half step ahead. It's another little bit further that you don't have to, you're building, right? You're building. Yeah. And when you're building, all you're doing is shelling out. I mean, I'm still building. Yep. I'm still building. I get, I get a nice big fat check and it's like, okay, so now I need more equipment because, and it's like, I told you, right. Owning your own business is great. You make your own hours. You're your own boss. That's total trash. It, you need to work from sunup till sundown and you have thousands of bosses. You don't have one boss. You have thousands. But now you get to decide how to interact with those bosses. Exactly. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the, that makes it worthwhile because when I was working for somebody else, there were some real bastards. And I mean, I'm not going to mention names or anything like that, but a few of them were like terrible, terrible racists, terrible racists. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, you'd go to these sales meetings with these guys and then, okay, great. And, you know, they're, they're like, Oh, I've got, I, you know, I, I, I'm going to buy 80 grand, a hundred grand of this and that. And you're like, Oh, great. And so all of a sudden they start telling these terrible racist jokes. And so I go back to my boss and I'm like, listen, I can't deal with this guy. Like I can't. And he's like, when you own your own business, you take everybody's money, blah, 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 blah. Right. That's not the way it is with my business. Yep. You got any of that whatsoever? Hit it. I, I once didn't do business with a guy who was a Vikings fan. I am extremely particular. Okay. Well, we're going to be like-minded people. See, I, I should have learned with the first shit boss I had about nine years or yeah, 13 years ago. And then, you know, I had my consulting company and I always got kind of jobs that would like, it was just consulting jobs, but a job where I could work from home, but they allowed me to do the other stuff. So I always had like my, my sure job that I was doing a good job with, with bosses. And then I always had my consulting business because I never gave that up because that was always my base. And I always tell people, I'm not giving up my, my, my business. And I had one shit boss lead to another shit boss, right? And the second shit boss, I, I could tell you just the horror stories, but it's basically what you're saying where it's just like this, like right now, the boss that I have now, I will tell you is absolutely the worst boss I've ever had in my entire fucking life to the point where he misses meeting, like scheduled meetings where I'm supposed to give him my progress. And five minutes before he reschedules for 30 minutes later and then 30 minutes later and then 30 minutes later. So an hour and a half later, I'm still kind of waiting. And then I get on there and he doesn't get on the call and he says, send me your progress report. I'm like, well, I didn't fucking do anything for the last hour and a half. And you did that on fucking Friday. Now again on Tuesday. So I've lost three hours plus the calls. And he's like, well, you're not doing anything. Well, you know what? Fuck off, you know? 
because I'm trying to hand everything over now that I'm transitioning to this. And I literally had to write the main boss because he said, oh, do you just try to get everything over to him? You know, let's let's just kind of part ways nicely. Sure. The guy keeps missing everything that we're supposed to be doing just to transition off. So I stopped answering emails. I stopped answering to him at all. And I just wrote his boss and I was like, I deal with you directly or you guys can just keep me on the payroll until you decide to let me go because I've already resigned. I'm trying to do things the right way with my clients, but I cannot work with this guy, you know? Yeah. So that's one boss. The good thing is here, if somebody comes in and is a piece of shit, I can tell them to get the fuck out of my, so I can fire my, my, one of my thousand bosses, God willing that I have a thousand bosses, but hopefully I don't have to fire anybody. Everybody understands, but obviously there's going to be people that are going to be coming in here and We'll see, man. We've got a really good response from this thing, dude. Everybody we talked to about it, you know, it's been, it's been nice. That part of it has been very nice. It's just, I'm ready to work. My wife is not used to, she's a teacher. So she's not used to, she's a hard worker, but not taking care of the house because between the house and the girls and driving girls around and taking care of the house and then coming to work, you know, with me being here full time, basically from seven in the morning to 11 at night, getting everything done. She's basically a single mom, right? So, and then she comes here, we bring the girls and they do their homework here. But it's just, I told her right now, it's much crazier than it will be once we open because we're going to have set hours. It's not working until midnight. Like I can work from home on this stuff after hours, but we won't only be in the shop from six in the morning to like seven in the evening, right? Like yeah. I have to open and close. That's fine. So we're good, man. It's just a lot of stress. It's a lot of fun. But this fucking logistics company with the one thing that I absolutely have to have in my business to have it fucking start is the vending machine that has all the fucking goodies in it. And the cocksuckers fucking bail on me at the last second. Fuck. It's almost like the Packers with Darren Rodgers where they're just in Goody just bailing at the last second. Just not doing. They never they never do anything. Why? What, what are we surprised about? Have Has anybody. When was the last time we made a move at the trade deadline? When was the last time that we Charles made a move Woodson. at the trade deadline? <laughs> we didn't get him halfway. We got him at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I we don't... don't get a guy halfway. And, you know, apparently we offered a second rounder for Claypool, which mm -hmm. I thought, wow, that's that's a little high. That's a little high. I understand who Claypool is, but that's a little high. I kind of would like maybe, you know, somebody like Will Fuller for just that second or right. cooks or cooks for just that second, you know, I mean, Claypool, he's young rookie contract, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I get it. It's tough when you pay Rogers, when you pay Jones, Bakhtiari, Clark, Jair, I mean, we, we just can't pay everyone. We just no. can't. And no. at the same time, a handful of these guys aren't going to stick around next year. Now I did hear, I did hear a rumor, AJ Dillon for DJ Moore. I'll take that. Uh, you know, my problem is, is finding a solid back like him is tough. You don't get big, thick backs who are durable and a dual threat and get along with everybody. And don't happen to mind taking, he'll take a hometown discount. He's got a lot of upside, this guy, a lot of upside. Whereas, you get DJ Moore, maybe Moore works out, maybe he doesn't. I mean, look at Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins is completely non-existent. He's just a guy running around out there, uh, you know, playing catch yeah. with himself. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's 
I just, as much as as much as it's like I want Jerry Judy. Listen, man, I was beating my fist. Give me Jerry Judy. Give me Jerry Judy. Do something crazy. Like give me Jerry Judy and get Claypool. Like go get two. You know what I mean? Like just really answer the bell. But at the same time, let me rem- let us remind ourselves: the O line needs a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The D line is not stopping any fucking run whatsoever. So we can put 15 fucking wide receivers on there. We'll still be where we were last year where the defense can't stop goddamn run. Okay. Our secondary is a little lost. Savage isn't playing well and special teams now are back at their old habits again. Like there's a lot. I, if they grabbed a D tackle, I wouldn't have been surprised if they grabbed and they went out and they've got a couple of guys who came off of practice squads and stuff. They grabbed a, a defensive tackle, a linebacker and an out uh, exterior linebacker and another tight end are working out for the Packers. And, you know, as much as everybody goot, 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 this, goot, this, remember now, goot got us a lot of great talent. And I know Zadarius is lighting it up a little bit, but they're at the cheesy part of their fucking schedule. Six and one. This is the Vikings collapse coming right at you one more time. Now they start going uphill like we were going uphill. Now they start seeing the teams like the Bills and the Eagles and the right now. Now they start now they start getting into the meat of the schedule. Yeah, you remember at the beginning of the season when we were picking games, we're like, okay, right? Like we're better than all these teams. We're on par with the Bills, but maybe a loss, right? Yeah. And basically that's how we got to five losses. And now people are looking at the schedule going, Oh, we got the Packers. That's a win, right? Like that's what people are doing to us. Now. My issue is the biggest quote that came out this week, dude, where I am absolutely positive that ass hat LaFleur. And that's what I'm going to call him from now on until we actually fucking do something right. Because I'm taking the Canadian saying and converting it into my own version. I'm of telling it. you it's yeah. a good one. It is. Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show yesterday said that this was the first week where he felt that they were ready to play. Right. What? You're fucking eight weeks this is, into this. This is, is LaFleur's this is LaFleur's uh modus operandi. Remember when they went to the Chargers and got blown up with the Chargers? Nobody was ready to play. Remember when they played the very first game of the C- uh, Saints last year? Nobody was ready to play. Every time they lose, nobody was ready to play. We got to get Jones more touches. the touches all that shit doesn't matter at this point we put out we put out a question i put out a question i put out a question i I handled the twitter it was me i just put out a question and i'm just i'm just asking questions we have no say in whether or not anybody gets fired or hired or traded or anything else podcast or not well well, well, okay maybe i do maybe i do yeah goot hold on let me call goot right now and we'll 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 kick jordan love off the team hello Hello. Right. Yeah, that sounds like Goot. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. How are you, Matthew? Yeah, I'm sitting here back here with my 1956 calculator, saying the analytics to see that we're not going to run the ball and I'm not going to get anything for the backers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to set your anti-decoder rings to G7. That's G7. Okay. Oh, so, it landed on H. We're not getting anything. All I asked was. How many, this is a hypothetical question, how many losses would it take for them to get rid of Lafleur? Now, myself personally, I'm on the fence a little bit because I see it a little bit differently than I think a lot of other people see it. I see us at, at four and 10 over our last 14 games. We lost the last two games of the season last year. Okay. The last game of the season in the playoff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we lost three mm-hmm. preseason games and now we've lost five. 
So we're four and 10. Now, I'm not saying throw this bum out right now. That's not what's coming out of my mouth. What I am saying is, is there's got to be a number, right? There goes yep. my dog because somebody's got to ring the fucking doorbell. It's got to be some kid. Trick or treat. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a history. Like you're, you're painting a picture of something. This is not something new. It's just been because we, we're winning. It's kind of yeah. matching the major issue of the fact that this coach is not handling the fucking team properly. He has never handled the team properly to where they show up at a time when they're supposed to show up. They are constantly lackadaisical. And now that's absolutely 100% proven by Aaron Rodgers, the coach, who's the one who's speaking on behalf of the team, right? Because he says, we're going to win with who we got. Where's the fucking GM to answer that question and give us their plan? Why is the coach not saying that? Why is Aaron Rodgers saying this while he's Aaron Rodgers and the one coming out and say, this is the first practice that we saw this last week I mean, where we were ready I mean, to play. Ready to fucking play in week seven, barely. Now you realize that? And it's Aaron Rodgers saying this shit? Not Matt LaFleur, not Goody. You've got guys from the Bills that are going onto these podcasts and they're saying you should have heard why they ran it on fourth and two. You should have heard why the Packers ran it so much, why they did, where they weren't throwing, why they just ran, ran, ran. And apparently Rodgers was bad-mouthing or saying something, smart Alec, about either the coaching staff or the offensive coordinator. And you know what? I, I don't care what Aaron has to say about it because they finally, the offense finally looked like it could actually do some stuff. Yep. It actually moved forward. Can you imagine if we ran the ball like that in those first nine games? We'd be, we'd By be the, seven we'd be, to two. We'd, we'd no, be seven we'd be to two. Opposite. We'd be maybe, maybe we would be, we would have three losses, right? Oh, no. We'd have beat the Jets. Giants. We'd have beat the Giants. We'd have beat the Commanders. And the That's Bears. three more wins. Lost to the we'd Vikings. The Commanders. Yeah. But no, but we would have had three more wins than we have now. Yeah. So we'd be seven and two. Yeah. We'd be yeah. seven and two and we'd be going, okay, there's some issues. But Rogers, Rogers and LaFleur, they get into it and they go, okay, Rogers has seen the wide receivers for about 11 minutes. Let's start chucking bombs. No, yeah. no. And then they go, we ran it twice. The play action will work all day, boys. No. When he used the play action after running it that much, guys were wide open. I mean, he, you, he, it was like throwing a penny into the ocean. He was hitting it, man. It was hitting it. There's no doubt about it. Run that rock. Use Aaron Jones. Use Dylan. Don't stop. Give the defense a rest. The defense looks so much better after they get, you know, three or four minutes on the well, sidelines to get some water and maybe make some yeah. changes. Win time of possession, which has always been the MO of the Packers. Yeah. Because we've been running the ball enough. 35 touches a game they averaged last year in wins. This year, of course, we had 35 touches. But what's wrong with having 200 yards of rushing and 180 yards of passing as opposed to 50 What's wrong with the win? What's, what's wrong with the win? What's wrong with the win? Oh, I didn't throw for 400 yards. I don't care. Put that W. Make it go higher one more. That's all. Here, I, I've got to – Aaron, I know you listen to the pod, buddy. So here's here's what I'm going to ask Put you. Put down your do. tea, Aaron. Put yeah, down your yeah. tea. Okay. Come over to Wake and Bake. I've got some edibles for you, buddy. If you need CBG, CBD, CBN, CBC, got it for you. If you want a little bit of Delta 9 or Delta 10, I'll hook you up too. But and, and Bruce knows a few guys if you, if you want some ASS too. Absolutely. Okay. 100%. Yeah, Me Mexican ASS. <laughs> and, what, Aaron, I'm going to ask you to do something. You – 
It was a solid that you did for Devontae Adams last year, and you fucking force-fed him to ball to make sure he got a huge fucking contract. Why don't you do that for my boy Aaron Jones and run him into the ground and let him leave here as the greatest running back in Green Bay history and go get a huge-ass fucking contract somewhere else? Why don't you just do to Aaron Jones what you did to Devontae Adams this year? Because we're going to win a lot of fucking games just like we did last year with you force-feeding Aaron, jo- Aaron Ro- or uh, fucking Devontae Adams. Force-feed Aaron Jones for me. Also, start getting getting a little bit of slather on Dylan for next year so you can do the same thing next year in 2023, which will probably be your last year. Keep yourself healthy for two years. Do the play action and run the fucking shit out of the ball, but let Aaron Jones walk away as the greatest running back in Green Bay history. Aaron, thank you so much. I, I would run Jones until he couldn't run anymore. Jones would get 25 touches and Dylan would get 20 touches and we'd look like Tennessee Titans. I mean, Tennessee seems to be beating a lot of guys playing solid defense and running the ball. They seem to be beating a lot of guys every year. I don't get it. It was almost like a game plan. It was almost like they had a great game plan and then they said, nah, fuck it. You know what I mean? And they were like, we'll just wing it. And now, now you've got play action. Did you, I mean that, that one to Torre. Aaron barely turns his head yeah. towards towards Jones, and two linebackers don't move. And there goes Torre. He's already off into the deep secondary. Imagine, imagine giving those those rookie wide receivers an opportunity like that, right? And then that catch by Dobbs again. That's my dude. Point. I You're saw it again. Me. That is yeah. that is going to be. That is almost for me like the Odell Beckham one-handed catch where he was that very first one-handed catch. Almost, almost. It was a triple adjustment. I mean, he went 180, 180, 180 and still had to reach out, strong arm the ball with the hand coming through and trying to rip out of it, force through contact down to the ground where there was no fucking question that that was a motherfucking touchdown. That is one of the best catches ever. He's had a couple – He's had a couple of catches, remember, where he hits the ground and it comes out. One of them was for a touchdown, right? And they were starting to give him a little, calling him Butterfinger, right? And it's like, listen, man, you know, when when Brett Favre, Donald Driver will tell you a story about when he went to camp for the first time with Brett Favre. Brett Favre was hucking the ball. He was breaking people's fingers. It's not a college, it's not a college kid chucking you, it's not a college guy chucking you balls. It's a guy who's chucking Hundred mile an hour footballs. You said chucking balls in college. That's what they do in college. That's what I did. I did a lot of chuckling balls, juggling balls, and chucking balls. Anyway, it's not some kid in college with a bit of a, a wet noodle of an arm. It's it's Favre winging it, and he's breaking guys' fingers. Antonio Freeman broken fingers. This guy broken fingers. And Dom Driver goes out there and he's like, I'm just catching everything. Catches everything, makes the team because he can catch everything. And then all of a sudden you got Romeo Dobbs coming from a. T- Listen, if Romeo Dobbs was in a top 10 or top 12 school, he would have been drafted in the first or second round. But because See, he was at a minor school, right, he doesn't get the attention. Here is a question for you, though, Matt, because here's where my head is starting to lean now. And I fought this thought for so long. But the fact that we have not addressed the offense in the first round in so many years, is that finally rearing its ugly head to where a first round talent is that big of a deal? 
right? But I mean, we've accepted, like we tried it because the second round they've hit Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, Devontae Adams. Like they've hit on these second round picks and they insist on doing that and they're shitty in the third. So that's always a throwaway. But in the first round, they have not addressed this offense. And now it's turned around and there's a big old pink baboon ass staring us in the face because they haven't addressed it. And then they won't draft and develop a second round wide receiver, but they're not doing that either. So now we've got, I'm sorry, like, dude, trade up. We talked about Olave. We talked to, like, the guys that we talked about in the preseason that were our favorites are fucking tearing the world. Can you imagine Chris Olave with Aaron Rodgers? But can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers showed up to camp and worked out all summer with these guys? Oh, you mean like that connection with, yeah, with Torre and with Dobbs? That connection would look like if they had been working all summer together. Like, I would have thought he would have run some type of camp himself, maybe, you know. Come to my ayahuasca farm and let's fucking throw shit. Yeah, I'm just going to chuck chuck balls. I'm just going to chuck balls with you. Chuck balls in college. (laughs) I'm going to chuck balls and break your fingers. (laughs) Listen, uh, we got the Lions this week. If we don't beat the Lions, I say grab Matt LaFleur by the ankles and drag him the fuck out of here. But uh, we should beat the Lions. The Lions are sellers. They just got rid of TJ Hawkinsonzada, and uh, every time I see his name, I know it's Hawkinson, but every time I see it, I always think of Hushmanzana, right? Oh yeah. For him. Yep. You every time I see that name. Well, yeah, we're getting pretty close, and then we'll do uh, wager Wednesday. Brussels in Belgium. Central Illinois. LA, California. Nova Scotia. Las Vegas, Nevada. Northern Wisconsin. Sweden. Sheffield. We're in Michigan. Louisville, Kentucky. Seattle. Wichita, Kansas. From the UK. Chicago, Illinois. Ranger, Indiana. From Melbourne, Australia. Omaha, Nebraska. Cincinnati. From Ohio. Nebraska. San Diego. From Willow Springs, Illinois. California. Nebraska. From Northern Michigan. Austin, Texas. California. LA, California. Turkey. Kansas City. Indianapolis, Indiana. Southern Cali. You were listening to Packers Without Borders. Borders, the finest podcast in all the land. People move into this groove up through the night. Take a flight to Paris, do a show, watch the glow in the spotlight. Thank you for listening to Packers Without Borders. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click, check them out, try that 30-day free trial with them, and enjoy your books. Peace and go Pack Go! JJ Leahy, Polton Moore, Ella, Yodai, Soren Stortigan, Lewisa, Amy Cheesefoot, Alex Brown, TJ Wills, Coach Juan, Andrew Fox, Kelly Bruner, Matt, Eric, Kristen, Chris Reed, Amy, Chris McLeod, Eric, Younger, Bales of Hay, Carlo, Jeb, Jeremy Rex, Aaron Alice, Josh, Randy McGray, Kimmy, Fade of Kermit the Frog here, Mick Stevenson, Luke Song, No, The Macho Man, Randy Savage, Mickey Mouse, Matt Ramage, Kelly, Matt Stevenson, Matt Kuhneman. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce.
So we got wager Wednesday. Okay. So I beat you last time. Okay. Week one, uh, you won seven to six. Yep. Okay. Yep. Kicked your ass. Yeah. Week two, I won eight to eight to wait a second. What was the Monday night game? Who was the Monday night game? I don't know. I was working. Oh, it was Denver. Who did Denver play? No, it wasn't Denver. Who was the Monday night game? Cleveland and Cincinnati. Holy smokes in my eye. And I have not paid attention to Monday night or Thursday night football since the debacle. Oh, we didn't even we didn't even guess on Cleveland and Cincinnati. That's why the numbers are skewed. Okay. Okay, so we tied. Here we go. Okay. So no, I'm up 14-11. I'm up by three right now after two weeks. Okay, here we go. Philadelphia at Houston. Uh, they've got Philly uh, favored by 13 and a half. Philly's going to smash. AJ yeah, Brown. I, I think so too. Yeah. The o- the over under is 45. Over. Philly might get 45. that just by themselves. Okay. Then we got Buffalo at the New York Jets. Buffalo's favored 12 and a half. Uh, Both want Buffalo. I'll, t- I'll take no. I'll take the Jets to cover. Because that defense is legit. So I'll take the Jets on that one. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Bruce wants, fuck that. Hey, I'll take that one. That's a gimme. Miami at Chicago. Miami's favorite four and a half. Um, I'll take the, oh, the Dolphins fucking defense has been terrible lately, man. But I don't think they're, I'll take the. Bears. I want Chicago. I'll you, take You want the. Yeah, I'll you'll take, take the Bears. Okay, you know what? I'll 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 take I'll take Miami. I'll take Miami. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, Minnesota at Washington. Minnesota's favorite three and a half. Fuck. You know what? I'm never. Gonna I want to take Washington. Yeah, I'll take Washington. I'm not going to take the Vikings. All out. right. All right. I'll take. I'll take. I'll take. No. Washington. No. Here. No. No. You took no, the other no. one. I'll take the Vikings on this one. I'll take them. I'm good. Indianapolis at New England. Uh, New England is favored five and a half. Yeah, you've got Ellinger at quarterback, so I've got not the Colts. Okay. Uh, Carolina at Cincinnati. Cincinnati is favored by seven. Carolina is trash, but they've been playing okay. The offensive line for Cincinnati has been worse this year than last year. I don't think that Joe Burrow is going to survive this season, but I still take Cincinnati. Okay, I will take Carolina again. We've got Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay favored three and a half. We both want Green Bay. The over-under is 49.5. Look, I think we're both probably going to take the over because we're not going to stop. Oh, I'll take the under. Okay, I'll take the over. Yeah. Bruce, over 49, 50 points. I don't think it's going to be 50 points. I think it's going to be fucking 11, fucking 7. It's going to be the worst game we've ever watched. You're averaging 17 points for the Packers, but we'll score 24. So I'll take another, yeah. Yeah, I'll take 26. Yeah, we're good. I'll take it. Okay. Las Vegas at Jacksonville. Las Vegas is favored two and a half. Oh, fuck, dude. What's wrong with the Raiders? Oh, I, I, it's a four-letter word. Rhymes with bar. Okay, I'll take. <laughs> I want to take Jacksonville in this one, man. I know. I would. Uh, I'll take. I'll take. I'll take them just because. But uh, yeah, I, I think that might be a Jacksonville win. Uh, What's the over/under then? Because we're both taking Jacksonville. 
47 and a half. Could go either way. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Over under. Take whatever. No, you no, want. no. I took, I took, uh, I took Vegas. I'll take Vegas. I'm good with it. Los Angeles Chargers at Atlanta. Uh, Chargers favored three and a half. Wow, that's I'll it. I'll take the Chargers. Okay. Yeah, Atlanta needs to win that. They. Oh. Cordell Patterson might be back, so go check. Who knows? Right? For Cordell Patterson. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle favor or Arizona favored two and a half. Seattle, for some reason, has been playing better than expected, but I'll still take Arizona and Hopkins. And Perfect. I'll take that. That's a Seattle win six days a week, baby. Okay. They just finished beating their ass. They're going to beat them again. Los right. Angeles Rams at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored three. I'll take the Rams this time around, buddy. Oh, yeah? I, yeah. You know, I was thinking maybe the Rams, but, you know, Tom Brady can't hold them down that long, right? And then now that he's free of Giselle, oh, man, can you believe it? In a stunning move, Giselle will pay him alimony. That's she's what I was going to say. He's worth like a billion bucks. It's ridiculous. Tennessee at Kansas City. Kansas City favored 12 and a half. I'll take I, Tennessee with the spread. Oh, see, and I want Tennessee too. So the over-under is 46 and a half. So what's that? 23 to 23 is the over-under. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take the over. You're going to take the over? Okay. Bruce takes the over at 46 and a half. Okay. And then last but not least, the Baltimore Ravens at New Orleans. Baltimore favored at two and a half. Wow. I think the Red Rifle is finally found a home. And I think New Orleans beats Baltimore. I'll take Baltimore just because you're taking New Orleans, even though I'm thinking the same exact thing. Okay. There we go. There it is. There's your uh, also pick up Isaiah likely pick up Isaiah likely off of waivers, especially because I have Mark Andrews. It does not look good. He missed last week and then, or missed the week before this week, shoulder injury was out. So he's probably not going to play and Isaiah likely lit it up. And remember likely was my favorite tight end. So he's now on my fantasy squad. Go pick him up. If you haven't picked him up. Right on. Sounds good, man. How was Halloween? Oh, I, what, what was it like dressed as uh, Dennis the Menace? Oh, dude. Well, oh, my God. So Saturday night, uh, my wife and I went out to, uh, unfortunately, a club because my brother-in-law's wife, it, her, it was her birthday. So okay. we, we had to go out um, and go mingle with a bunch of young people. So we went to a, a bar and I was dressed as He-Man and Bao was dressed as Rainbow Bright. And I can tell yeah. you, Bao was first off so drunk or not drunk, but drunk enough to start yelling out loud at people. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. You don't know who I am. And she did not lose. Really? Yeah. It was crazy. Well, you weren't. Well, she is, is. You were drunk. Paulina, you were drunk. It's okay. You could say it. You can say it. It's all right. No, she wasn't. No, she it did was, good. Yeah. No, dude, she, she's was, she's a champ, man. She's never. It's drunk. okay. It's she's okay. never. You can't drunk. see Bruce winking. You can't see Bruce winking. <laughs> no, she she drank, but it was enough for her because they're all twenty year olds, like whatever. Like the the bouncer, he's like, "Oh, what are you guys? We're like we're eighties toys, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, who are you supposed to be? And of course, like an older dude's like, "Well, he's he, man. I don't know who she is." And so we told Rainbow Bright, he's like, oh, "I have no idea." He's like, dude, you weren't, you have no idea about the 80s. He's like, what? Do I look that young? I was like, dude, 
like the, my first thing was like you were born in 96 he's like what no i was like what like 88 and he's like no yeah 96 holy fuck dude i was yeah. i was in college in 96 what the yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah I, I might be your father <laughs> i might be your father what's your mom look like I also handed out <laughs> business cards to every single bouncer and every person that works in that place because at two in the morning when they're done, they can hop on over here and pick up some goodies for home. Right? Bing. Wager Wednesday brought to you by Wake and Bake. Opening soon in El Paso, downtown across from the movie theater. Don't forget you can get all your goodies. Get yourself a plant. Wink. And get yourself some goodies to take home. Sit down in this beautifully renovated cafe full of plants and you can meet one of the greatest podcast co-hosts on the planet bruce will be there he'll be tied to the business i he doesn't understand you love the optimism those of you that own your own business you love the optimism that you had before your business opened right and you were like oh no i won't even work sundays it won't be that bad <laughs> i haven't had a day off in 10 years Okay, <laughs> it doesn't stop. Kids' birthdays, Christmas, doesn't it just doesn't stop. This was my first year that I started actually turning my phone off on, on long weekends and doing things like that because everywhere I would go, I mean, my wife was telling me about how I was taking family walks and I was doing business on the phone, right? Like, yeah, it's tough, man. I wish you a lot of luck. I know you and Paulina are going to kill it. You guys are going to, you're going to work your butts off. You're going to make an absolute fortune. People get down there, El Paso, Texas, down by the movie theater. What's the address? 5001 North Mesa, building two suite A right on the corner in front of Alamo Draft House. There you go. There you go. And uh, if any of you want to stock Bruce, he will be there all the time so yeah. you don't even you don't even need to check a calendar like six to eight, you can just you don't even have to call me and threaten my family you can just come down here yeah six to eight he says <laughs> man from like six till six 24 hours a day you ain't ever gonna leave brother it's gonna be rough yeah but, but it'll be worth it you trade that little bit of freedom for a little while to get a whole bunch more freedom on the other side and kids college right. all that good stuff coming up around the corner that we're planning for so we're putting we're going all in for our kids man we're doing this for them hopefully they figure that out this is this is it this is it take ownership of your life get out there be that leader just do it right the only one holding you back is you fortune favors the bold right remember that don't stop till you get enough Michael Jackson. Buddy, you. <laughs> you have been integral in me making this decision. I'm sure my wife is not happy that I did it, but she will be. She's been dude, she's amazing. She really has dealt with my mood swings. Like I'm the chick right now. <laughs> oh, oh, it gets worse. It gets way worse. It gets way worse because what's going to happen is, is there's going to be time in that first like 30 to 45 days when vendors start to call and they go, well, um, um, it's time for you to start paying these bills and you go, yeah, okay. And then you look in the bank account and you go, how come we don't have any money? And it's because, well, the business is now chewing that, right? Remember, like I said, it's, yep. it's that river, yep. it's that yep. river. And it's just right now, it's like a trickle down the wall. Like, is there something wrong with my foundation? Just like that, just a little trickle down the wall, a little drop. And yep. then all of a sudden it'll start to pour. And that's when you just start going, okay. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine before I started my own business, I would ever personally write a check for some of the things I've wrote checks for in yeah. the amount. 
and then realize that my kids can't, you know, we can't eat this. We can't clothe ourselves with it. We can't, but what it's going to do is going to make me a lot more money that I could do that. Right. right. Yep. So you just got to have faith in yourself. Right. And don't stop till you get enough. Michael Jackson. Don't stop till you get enough. Don't stop till you get enough. Shimon. Shimon. Shimon, Bruce. Shimon. <laughs> Wednesday's podcast. No Packer news. You know where we stand. So we just kind of talked around everything. But we've got the Lions on Sunday. And like you said, if we lose to the Lions, I think it's time to start chopping some heads. Yeah, Joe Barry's got to go. Yep. Listen, you got any questions for us for uh, Mailbag Monday, sponsored by Manscaped, the creator of all things big, small, and hairy. You can send them to us at Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. Find us at Twitter at Borders Packers. Find us on Facebook, Packers Without Borders. Find us on Instagram, Packers Without Borders, and Packers Without Borders merch. Get those merch. Listen. The shirts are about to be redesigned. You can't get these shirts anymore. I think Bruce is going to extend it maybe another week. And then, and then boom, then that's done. it. And that's then you're going to have you, to wait until next you're year. Have to wait. And, yeah, and next year, it'll be only pictures of Matt and Bruce in their underwear. That's it. That's, right. that's, that's all it. we got left. I'm, I'm sorry. That's it. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Spotify. Yeah, Packers Without Borders at myshopify.com, <laughs> patreon.com, front slash Packers Without Borders. We're contemplating, and maybe we should ask now, so listeners that actually stick to the end, would you prefer Friday or Saturday, right? That's something we've contemplated a little bit with our podcast because Saturday seems like family days. You guys do catch up to it eventually, but with the game on Sunday, it's weekend. So kind of let us know your thoughts. Just kind of DM us or let us know what you're thinking in terms of of when you'd like to see that third pod because we need to schedule ourselves, me with the new business. Matt is going into snow season, so we need to figure it out. Peace. Go Pack Go. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go pack go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Things. 
see what tomorrow brings.